Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Venture Fuel Podcast. On today's show, we have Saqib Muhammad, founder of Resemble.ai, which creates custom AI voices for your business. When I launched this podcast, I had zero appreciation for the number of takes needed to make a spot sound great. And if you need to re-record for whatever reason, it's a tedious process. Resemble builds AI-generated voices that let you clone speech so that you can make audio changes just by typing text. As we move to a world of voice assistance, voice is going to be more and more important for you to communicate clearly to your consumers. I hope you enjoy. At Venture Fuel, we've helped over 100 of the biggest companies in the world grow faster by partnering with emerging startups. On our podcast, you'll meet the best of these startups, as well as learn from corporate visionaries and venture capitalists on how you can build a culture of innovation at your company. Please enjoy. Hi, everyone. Just a quick announcement. On July 9th at noon Eastern, I'm joining the 368 webinar series, speaking on how to build an innovation mindset. It's free to join, and I'll be talking about how to identify areas for innovation, as well as how to tackle your biggest business challenges. Just ping us on our Twitter at VF Insights, and we'll send you a link to attend. Hope to see you there. Saqib, welcome to the show. Hey, Fred. Thanks for having me. Um, so where, where I'd love to start is, could you tell us the, the origin story of Resemble.ai? Why, why did you find, found it? What is sort of the unique superpower that you all have that, that's going to make this a success? Most founders, as you know, usually have a story that goes live. Well, you know, I had a passion for this when I was a kid and I could not stop dreaming about it. Unfortunately, that's not the case here and I can't say that I was infatuated with audio and had passion for it as a child. My co-founder Zohaib used to work at Magic Leap and he was in the computer vision department and we got to talking and realized that a lot of advancement had been done for the visual side but audio was still stuck in the archaic pipeline era. And that led us to think likewise, everybody focused on the eyes and nobody cares about the ears. And you know, we looked into what was available in the market and realized that people were utilizing the Google voices or the Amazon Polly voices. All these voices that people had access to, but there was no concept of creating dynamic content in a custom voice that was available. And the current process that's available does not give the flexibility of customization when it comes to creating content. And that process also presents a hurdle when it comes to scaling and with Resemble, Creators have the ability to not only create a lot more content, but also personalize it, whether it's for advertisements, games, voice applications, and animation features. You might be wondering, how can you tell what is real versus a synthetic voice? As it turns out, everything Saqib just said was synthetic, computer-generated. Pretty amazing, and also a bit frightening. Will AI Fred end up hosting the show moving forward? I think one of the things that's, that's really interesting for me, sort of learning more about your business, when we first met, we, we had invited you guys to pitch uh, yeah. at, at one of our private sessions at the Consumer Electronics Show. And I, I thought what you were doing was really interesting, but I didn't fully appreciate it until uh, we launched this podcast mm-hmm. because I realized, you know, getting the intro just right, uh, getting, you know, the ad units right, the outro, making sure your voice, you know, goes up in certain places or slows down. Uh, you know, you have to do all these takes, yeah. uh, over and over again. And, and obviously, uh, with, with me, I'm, I'm doing the podcast, so I don't mind 
doing those takes. But I was thinking, you know, if we had some, some famous actor that was doing this, I mean, just, you know, the amount of hours, the cost, the time that goes into it is just, it's impossible. And if there's any changes after the fact where you need to change out one thing because the product changes or the date or the premiere change, uh, the cost that comes with that must be insane. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, and I think that's the, you know, that's the exact problem we're trying to solve. So if you look at, uh, uh, you know, game developers, right? And you have uh, a studio that's making a game with, uh, let's say, Tom Hanks, for example. You're not going to have Tom Hanks or the whole game development process with you because he's going to come in the last day when it's, you know, the script is finalized. He's going to come in and do his reading and just leave, right? But for the development process, you still have to prototype the game and figure out, okay, how is it going to sound like if Tom Hanks were to say it? You know, you just don't have capacity. You're utilizing either cheaper voice talent or, you know, the text-to-speech existing solutions that are available right now, but it doesn't kind of paint a full clear picture of what it would sound like if Tom Hanks were saying it. Um, and that's where, you know, our technology comes into play because now you could literally have Tom Hanks voice cloned. And even if you're just using it for the, you know, the prototyping and the scratching phase, you have him actually saying the script that you would want. And then he could come in the last day and you have a clear idea of, you know, okay, fine. He's here. He's going to read it. And we know exactly what it's going to sound like. Um, and, you know, you take that stuff further, as you mentioned in post-production is the same thing, right? Like it's, it comes into the studio, whether it's a game or any uh, animation studio or animation film, sorry, or what have you, let's say he did something and, you know, you're like, Hey, we need to fix something on in post-production now. Again, getting a voice talent or voice actor to go into a studio to record something, even if it's just a couple of words, you know, my, the budget might be the issue, but it's just finding the time to get them into the studio. It's just, uh, you know, just not worth it. Um, and that's where, you know, again, we come into play because you've probably seen it in movies sometimes, you know, when you're watching a movie and the actor is saying some words, they sometimes show the back of the head because obviously they changed something in post-production um, and the lips aren't going to, you know, match it. So they show the back of the head and saying something. Uh, whereas in now, you know, you could actually do something in post-production and not even have the voice actor go into the studio to record that. You could literally just have their voices synthesized and, you know, generate the two words of the lines and just, uh, you know, implement or integrate them within the, the film and post and you're good to go. Can you share a story perhaps about how a, a client, a business is, is partnering with you all effectively um, that showcases uh, some of what you can do for, uh, you know, rising and established companies. Yeah, for sure. So I think one of the, you know, things that we, one of the neat things that we did uh, recently was we worked with a company called Charisma AI. It's a storytelling, you know, a company based out of uh, UK and they did a, a storytelling app with uh, BBC for one of the TV shows that do called Bulletproof. And the whole idea there was they wanted, you know, it's a voice application, uh, storytelling. And the whole idea was they wanted the, the voice to be interactive and dynamic. So, you know, if you're like playing the game and you type in your name and let's say the, you know, the voice actor could only record so many names, right? He probably never recorded my name when he was saying that, right. um, or your last name, for example, right? But now you're able to say, okay, you type in your name and it instantly generates um, your name in the synthetic voice and now the experience becomes more personalized, right? Or if you're able to say, okay, you know what, today is the, you know, May 12th or whatever it is. Um, and you want to integrate something with updated news tidbit from, you know, what's happening around the world. You're like, we want to somehow implement that within the game or the storytelling app itself. You're able to do that, you know, with the synthetic voice right away and it's using our, our API. So it's, you know, generating in real time and you don't have to worry about, you know, if you wanted to use that web platform to download the audio files, but you also have the capability 
to do, you know, use that uh, API in real time. So that's one of the, you know, the, one of the, the skills that was just released recently. Uh, a couple other projects that, uh, you know, unfortunately I am under ironclad NDAs that I would love to drop names, obviously, you know, to make myself look good, but I can't. Um, you know, some telecommunication companies are utilizing um, our technology to create more dynamic content. Again, the whole idea is that, for example, when you call, you know, Verizon, Vodafone, um, T-Mobile, or what have you, and, you know, it's a synthetic voice saying that, hey, thanks for calling, and you're like, hey, what's my balance? And, you know, it's like two words sometimes are stitched together because the synthetic part comes in because it's generating content based on what your account says. Um, and sometimes it's just not that fluent, right? Like it's, yeah. it loses that appeal. And that's why you have a lot of people sometimes call. And I'm, you know, obviously guilty of that to just type press zero, 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 because I want to talk to somebody, you know, right, and not sit there listen to, you know, synthetic voice. Uh, so telecommunication companies are trying to, you know, revamp the whole IBR system and create like chat apps that could help customers right away, but have, you know, emotional synthetic voices that actually have that, uh, you know, human touch to it. Um, and a couple other projects that we're working on is bringing back, you know, to see celebrities to life. Uh, so a couple of documentaries that are in play where, you know, the whole approach is that there was some uh, text that the the celebrity had written and they want to create it in, to audio, but in their synthetic voice. Uh, and, well, in their voice, but obviously the alternative is you hire a voice actor that sounds like them. Or you could go, you know, create a synthetic voice based on the data that was available and generate that content within their voice, keeping it, you know, as authentic, uh, as true, true to the story itself. So those are, you know, a couple of projects and uh, stuff that we're working on and we're excited about. Yeah, two things strike me immediately. Um, we had on on the podcast a couple of weeks back, uh, Zap Media, yeah. um, and we were talking about sort of this enterprise level machine teaching where they're doing conversational commerce. So you know, speaking to Alexa, but also, you know, chat, chat bots and, and things along those lines. And one of the things that struck me was like, oh my gosh, the amount of iterations you need for things to be personalized because everyone has a different name. Yeah. Uh, as soon as you add in any other factor, right, their location, their weather, there are all these things. You can't have one person record all those voices. Exactly. Um, so I, I think that's really interesting. Um, and it leads me to, uh, Raja at MasterCard, who's their CMO, mm-hmm. um, I saw him speak about something called their sonic brand identity. Yeah. So it was essentially the sound, what Mike, ma- sorry, what uh, MasterCard should sound like <laughs> every time you do uh, a virtual payment, yeah. the sound, you know, comes off and they, they spent a ton of time thinking about who their brand should sound like, what the, the actual like music should be. Yeah. And I think in this case, you also could create a brand voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a brand that then lives across all these different channels. So you have consistency. And when you hear XYZ voice, yeah. you know that that's MasterCard. Exactly. Exactly. You know, when we, when we would, you know, if I was doing a presentation, you know, we would play uh, the jingles of Intel or other companies and people would be like right away, oh yeah, that's Intel, that's McDonald's, right? Because people are so familiar and, uh, you know, just infatuated with sounds and just familiarize that, oh yeah, that's that company. And the whole idea is that, you know, for example, when you're watching a documentary or whatever it is, you hear Morgan Freeman's voice, you know, you're all of a sudden like, oh, yeah, that's Morgan Freeman. Um, or if you're watching, you know, Planet Earth, you know, that's David Edinburgh, right? So yeah. the whole idea is the same thing when it comes to, you know, voice, that if you have a brand, if 
you're a brand, obviously you want that consistency across, you know, across different mediums or what have you, um, and even different languages. Uh, and that's something that we've started exploring is, you know, dubbing into other languages, even if you've never spoken that language in your life type of thing. Because again, the localization concept is, you know, what's taken off. Um, and the idea of generating content that you could personalize is just, you know, the permutation could be in millions and just not feasible uh, for right. somebody to do. Uh, and that's where we come into the picture. Yeah. I, it's funny you mentioned Morgan Freeman. I remember uh, going to the Birmingham, Alabama airport and he has licensed his name or his voice. Okay. Uh, and he reads like the generic gate announcements. Uh, and my only thought was like, oh my gosh, how much money did they pay Morgan Freeman yeah. to do this? But like you stop in your tracks when over the loudspeaker in an airport, it's Morgan Freeman instead yeah. of, you know, whatever voice was, has been used before. Exactly. Uh, so it's, it's, it's really powerful. It's interesting. Yeah. Is, is there anything you think, like, I, I always try and ask founders when, when we're evaluating them, uh, the question, why now? Is there yeah. something that's happened in the marketplace that makes your services important to businesses today when yeah. maybe six months ago it wasn't as uh, important or urgent? Yeah, no, I think, you know, if you were speaking of as of right now, you know, uh, not to like throw out the word coronavirus, but you know, the pandemic that has happened has kind of, it's a double-edged sword in a sense that a lot of, you know, content creators who can't, are not able to go to the studios and actually record content, right? So the studios obviously are lockdown. They're like, Hey, our job relies on creating content, but we're not able to do that anymore because we just don't have that, uh, you know, luxury of going to a recording studio and record it. Um, and that's where we're seeing a lot of, uh, you know, interest right now as well, because all those content creators are like, Hey, we have all this audio data, um, of, you know, voices that we want to use and create content with, but we just can't create new content. Can you help us with that? Um, and that's where, you know, we're seeing like, as of right now, I think, you know, a lot of possibilities are arising. And I think the second thing is, you know, uh, for the bigger brands, sometimes the money is not the issue. It's the time that it takes for them to actually get the recording. Right. So for example, as we discussed, you know, just a little bit earlier, uh, when you do any, do need to make any change, whether it's in post-production or what have you, you need to track down the actor, get into studio and record the lines that you would, you know, need them to record and then make the change happen. It could be as simple as this one word or two words. Um, so that time that takes for them, you know, to do that is what people are trying to capitalize on. Um, and as, you know, um, obviously because of the times we're in right now, as people are, you know, becoming more and more, um, you know, I guess attuned to what they spend and the budgets, they're trying to figure out, okay, where we can save money and figure out what we can do to, you know, streamline the process. Um, so, you know, taking those all into, you know, consideration is I feel like we're like in a perfect place uh, at the time right now to help, you know, whether it's game developers or you know, anybody that utilizes voice actors and help them, you know, streamline the process with creating more content. I think one thing that was a hesitation for me when we, we first looked at what you were doing was this idea, you know, brands need to be authentic yeah. uh, and human, right? The more human they are, uh, the more it resonates with other people. Uh, and there's, there's a little bit of this fear of the rise of the robots. Right? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think what's interesting about what you're doing is you're not looking at this to replace voice actors, but really to, to scale them uh, and allow more permutations. Can you talk a little bit about that dynamic? 
Yeah, no, for sure. I think, you know, just to uh, touch on your first uh, point a little bit about the rise of, you know, AI and, and you know, stuff like that. I, I think there's that uh, concept of like deepfakes and what have you, you know, people are scared about that. Um, and we've, you know, made sure we made implementations in our uh, software that people can just willy nilly upload, you know, President Trump or Obama's voice and clone voices. Uh, but, you know, to go back, you know, a little further um, Adobe Photoshop had been around for a while and people had been, you know, figuring out how to Photoshop pictures, right? That's been existing for a while. So I think those fears are always going to exist, uh, you know, when you're doing something like that. Um, you know, coming back to your point about working with voice actors, you know, I don't say that, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm not going on voices.com or any other, uh, you know, voice acting uh, a studio saying that, oh, I'm putting you guys out of business. Our whole approach is that how can we help you, you know, generate more content and help you actually, you know, generate more revenue? Because the whole idea is that there's only so many jobs or recordings a voice actor could possibly do in a day. Uh, you know, because as a human, you again, the more you talk and speak, you know, your voice just starts to like go down a little bit and you need a little bit of breather. Yeah. Uh, but it's more about, and there, there's a lot of jobs that, you know, some of the voice actors don't want to do because they're like, hey, I don't like recording this type of content, but I do it because I get paid for it. Um, and our role approach is like, what if we could help you, you know, generate that content that you want to obviously get paid for, but not have to worry about, you know, going into a studio and actually recording it. Um, so actually working with a couple of voice actors, you know, and we started to uh, bring them on our platform where, you know, they will be able to license their voice to brands that are trying to generate ads, for example, um, or what have you. And then, you know, just utilize their voice. They actually control on who gets to create what. So it's not just, you know, they still have that control over their voices and it's just not anybody trying to, you know, generate any content they would like. And then, you know, they they get compensated from it, uh, you know, because somebody's paying us and then, you know, we share the revenues with them. So from that angle, you know, if anything, we're trying to augment, you know, their, I guess, uh, their careers and work with them um, and help them, you know, keep generating more, more, more and more revenue instead of taking away their jobs. Right. Is, is there a, a dream client? Uh, is there, is there a, a brand or a business that you would love to work with or, or maybe even a voice actor Uh that, that you haven't been able to yet. Uh, we always, we always try to like make connections yeah. on the show. So I'm just curious if there's anybody uh, that, that you would love to work with. Yeah, no, I think, uh, you know, we're in a, in a, I guess in an industry that there's a lot of like different, uh, you know, uh, avenues that we go to, but you know, the one thing that comes to mind would be HBO, like entertainment companies. Um, because, you know, the way I look at it, they're in the perfect position to, look for tools or technologies that helps them with, you know, creating more content. So for example, whether it's them making TV shows or movies or, you know, what have your animation films, right? For example, I think they made a, a Alexa skill for kids called Esme and Roy. Um, and I believe it's actually voiced by the actual actors. Um, you know, so it's just not any synthetic voice from Alexa. So the whole idea is that what if you could actually make this skill more interactive and personalized to the kids that are listening to it? Um, and that way you actually generated content that kids would, you know, be familiar with and, uh, you know, pay attention to because now you're actually saying their names, right? Uh, so the whole idea is that, you know, you can take that angle and personalize more content and create more dynamic content. Um, and then coming back to, you know, movies or animation or films, the whole idea is that now you're creating content and you want to do something in post-production or even in, you know, in, um, in pre-production, figure out, okay, what this would sound like if we were to do this, uh, with an actor's voice, right? And that's where I feel like, you know, we would be, uh, a perfect, uh, a perfect synergy with, uh, you know, companies like that. Saka, this, this has been great. Um, for, for all those listening out there, this is a way to create a proprietary voice for your brand that you never need to call anyone into studio for. 
be able to speak consistently across countries, across platforms, and always on brand. You can take the pain out of voice talent production, and in many ways, the future is about scaling our own individual creativity. Resemble.ai will make sure that your voice is heard. Sakib, thanks so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Fred. It was a pleasure. To discover more breakthrough technologies and insights from visionaries, please sign up for our newsletter at venturefuel.net. Here you can share startups with us as well as apply to become a VentureFuel visionary.